0: welcome to episode 163 of the nintendo jump podcast we are a weekly discussion podcast created for nintendo gamers by nintendo gamers Today is tuesday august 10th my name's kellen and today as always i'm joined by my good friend sergio what's going on man
1: hey kellen doing pretty good uh i think generally i feel better earlier in the week so i'm in higher spirits than usual uh that should be good for the episode right
0: (laughs) yeah i definitely agree hopefully it won't be as disappointing as the last one (laughs) Uh, Uh, Kevin, how's it going, man? Welcome to a uh, new, new era of the Nintendo Jump Podcast. That last new era didn't do too well in the ratings. We uh, had to bring this one back.
2: Uh, You know what? I have to disagree. I thought it went very well, especially
3: because we had, you know, Laura on the pod. Shout out to Laura. She did a great job, as always. Uh, You know, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, It's been, man... Just getting ready for the, the heat wave. We're gonna have to get another heat wave soon and uh I don't like it. It's not something that I'm used to here in the Pacific Northwest, but well, just gotta be able to bunker down and might have to use some of that aircon and maybe maybe a fan or two and hopefully not melt. Because I don't wanna melt. I have way too much to look for. But besides that, Kellen, how are you doing?
0: <laughs> Man, I'm doing pretty good. Um, to piggyback off what you had mentioned, last week's episode actually was great. And Laura is always a great fill-in for the show. So I really appreciated her uh, stepping in and obviously doing the great job that she always does. Um, I'm feeling a little bit sore today because I was gone on a vacation last week. That's why I wasn't recording. And I learned to not take naps on the beach wearing sunglasses because I am red all over except for my eyes. And I feel like a <laughs> raccoon, just like yeah. <laughs> on two feet walking around town. So, um, yeah, I guess for Halloween I'm going as Vision or something because I'm just a bright red. Oh, there we go. I've had to, like, come up with a list of jokes to just, like, laugh it off because I'm in so much pain and I'm peeling. But, you know, besides that, I'm
3: good. I'm good. Dang, man. I uh, fear of pain. Uh, that's not always fun, especially when you take a shower. Uh, I Ooh, know. That's the... <laughs> that's the worst yeah i've been living off aloe vera right
0: now but oh yeah other than that things have been good um and obviously today was a great morning because we got word of a new direct an indie direct and so man it feels like we just had one not too long ago these things are always so hard to predict but what are you guys kind of expecting to see tomorrow morning i know that this episode will have like aired before then so we're like totally just throwing out a prediction here um, what do you guys want to see in this Indie Direct?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think one one general thing that a lot of people want to see is updates on games that have already been announced, especially in this kind of directs. But they hardly ever do that, which is a little bit unusual. I mean, as long as they remain consistent and they announce new games, you know, I guess people realize what they can expect. And basically, if we ever get a release date or an update on previous announced games, it's not going to be on these sort of showcases. But it's hard not to hope, right? So I'm I'm hoping for a release date, at least for not not you know not for like a big release like uh, Silk Song, which I know a lot of people want. I want to see a release date or an update on Party Animals. It's that game that has a couple of animals and they fight each other, and it's ragdoll physics and it looks hilarious. I just want a release date for that game on the Switch. Oh yeah, that's one I kind of forgot
0: about, and that's the thing, like. You get these indie presentations, they announce like a really hype game and they say it's going to come out later this year, and then you just forget about it. Yeah. Because you've got all these other releases coming out. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm really hoping for, you know, updates on these other games that have previously been announced. Uh, Kevin, do you feel the same way? Like, what are you looking forward to here?
3: Before I get into that, Sergio, I would like to see an update on Party Animals. I want to be a shark. I want to be able to win (laughs) and be competitive and just brawl the heck out of people and just. Uh, well. There might be so. a polar bear. There might What? a polar bear? Now would his his or her name be Beckett? <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. Oh, okay. Oh, oh great.
3: Alright, well I'm definitely gonna get it then. Um I mean, look, who doesn't like a polar bear? And if you don't like polar bears well
1: Probably Pepsi fans. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh, boy. Shout out to Coke, especially Coke Zero. I know. Some people are going to be like, yo, why you drink Coke Zero? But I
3: don't drink soda, but if I do want to drink one, I got to do the zero-calories one. Anyway, okay. Uh, I don't have a particular title that I want to uh address besides the fact that they're not going to talk about beer and breakfast. They're not going to talk about sports story, which I've been looking forward to right, for a long right. time. Because, you know, as Sergio has mentioned historically they don't talk about games that they did talk about before so what i want to see is an indie rpg and on top of that shadow drop tomorrow an indie rpg shadow drop mm. tomorrow okay mm. that's what i want to see i don't care how long the rpg is it could be like five <laughs> hours 50 hours 235 hours i don't know i don't care i just want to see something that is like 2.5 d an indie an RPG all in one let's go prediction is on and if it's a shower drop you know I'm gonna get it I don't even care what the theme is <laughs> I'm just gonna get it I'm just gonna that, that, that's that's me coming in yeah I'm you're going gonna get it I asked for this I have to commit I have to commit you know it's 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 not about waiting for something that I want it's about getting what I want and this is what I want <laughs> <laughs> yep that's there we go <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i think the likelihood of that's uh fairly high i mean rpgs you know pretty popular and there seem to be a handful of shadow drops here so you might just uh get your wish on that one
3: it might be the most realistic wish i've ever made on the show <laughs> it might be it, you know that's not saying very much yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true
2: uh, <laughs> it's well. sad because it's true <laughs> Well, speaking of not sad or just moving on, like, what about you? What do you predict?
0: I mean, I'm really expecting to see some Breath of the Wild two stuff and maybe like a Smash reveal.
2: <laughs> oh, perfect! Man. And if
0: not, like, I'm just gonna spam hateful comments on the YouTube video, like everyone else does. Um, oh yeah, those are
2: those are quite a thrill. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. But in all seriousness, um, I don't know if I'm saying the name of this game right minico's night market minico's night market oh good one it's like a game we've gotten some news on that's just gone like radio silent and the description of the game is this is a game about crafting crafts eating eats and catting cats like how can you not be behind that (laughs) um it just seems like a really fun game a type of game that i don't normally play but something about like the style and premise of the game is really pulling me in so i'm really hoping to get some news on this because It kind of falls in line with um, the games that we're playing this month, and I'm kind of struggling with which game I really want to dive into this month for our social sim uh, game of the month theme. So that'd be really cool if that dropped. But then I'd also just be thrilled if we got shadow drops for Spelunky because we know they're coming. Mm -hmm. We know they're supposed to come out like fall or later this year, and we haven't heard anything at all. So it almost feels like they're primed for a shadow drop and I don't know, maybe it'd be a great way to open the show or just in the middle of it. Um, again, we don't get very much follow-up for games that were previously announced in these directs, but I feel like they could just quickly mention, hey, it's out today, like, go out and get it. Um, so looking forward to that, and then I always just look forward to, they always seem to hold um, an eShop sale on different indies, so I'm, I'm always able to uh, go through and kind of clear off my wish list a bit because there are some deep discounts on games I've been waiting for.
1: Right.
3: Hmm. That's a good point, and I mean, what better way to get into Indies than to get a discount or a sale on Indie that you've been looking forward to, so, I mean, it's always about the good deals, and oh man, maybe I should, you know, I might take advantage of that offer, you know, we'll see, we'll see what gets discounted tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so definitely excited about that. Um, with that announcement coming early this morning, we already had plans for this episode, so that's about as far as we're going to get in talking about the Indie Direct, and obviously um, it's going to air before this episode airs, so total shot in the dark here with what we wanted to see, but we'll see if we get uh, some of what we want here, so that'll be pretty neat. Looking forward to seeing what they've got in store for us, but for today's episode, I think you know we were all kind of scrambling for ideas. Um, we had a couple like on our own, but then we just really got united behind this one. Um, Kevin, what are we talking about today, man?
3: We are talking about <laughs> Poke Mon Unite Unite <laughs> The game The game <laughs> that will make you Want to play MOBAs The most accessible one In the market If, if that is not true I don't know what is that's what we're going to be talking about today, Pokemon Unite, and if we have time, other MOBAs that we, we've, we you know, dive into, maybe a bit of history about our, you know, our time with MOBAs. But yep, yeah, Pokemon Unite, that is the focus.
0: Awesome. Yeah, so we've kind of known about this game for a while. It's kind of been like a running joke on the show about if we're actually going to play it, how bad <laughs> it's going to be, things like that. And I'm thrilled to say we are not going to be continuing the theme of last week's episode about disappointments. <laughs> because this game it almost disappoints me how good it is like i'm starting to wonder if i like pokemon a little bit i don't know um obviously pokemon's had so many different spin-offs. they've reached into like puzzle games kind of rpg type elements um obviously there's the main formula there's snap but they've never really dove into the moba formula before so i was really curious how they were going to take you know a genre that's kind of hardcore Um, a lot of people are super passionate about it, but then apply a skin to it in Pokemon where obviously it's got a passionate fan base. People can be pretty hardcore about it, but I don't know. It just seems almost like a mismatch of personalities between the genre and the, um, IP behind it now. Hmm. So it was kind of like an interesting mix up. Um, when you guys first booted up this game, what were like your initial impressions? Did it live up to what you thought it would be? Was it totally different than what you thought? Like, What were just your first thoughts that went through your head?
1: Well, first thoughts were a little bit um, swayed by the latest trailer that we got. I think about a month before the actual game came out. Uh, Because we hadn't seen the game in a while. Um, We knew it was in development. There were, I think, some beta tests going on. But I I wasn't really keeping track of, of the progress or especially of how the game looked. But when they showed it on the most recent trailer and then now having the final game it seems very very different from when they first showed it it actually looks fun and it actually is fun it does play really well Uh, you know it does have a couple of issues here and there but then when you actually think about the fact that the game is free you kind of you know those those minor issues are kind of negligible it's really nothing Uh, but yeah it's pretty fun like you said it kind of feels like it might it's not necessarily a Pokemon game, it just has the the best aspects of Pokemon that work with the formula of a MOBA. Uh, but it does work really well. There's a lot of variety. There could be a little more, I think, with the the arenas and the stages. Uh, but so far, so good, and it's just you know getting started.
3: Yeah, and like Sergio, I also watched the trailer and coming in, I had a feeling that this is going to be very accessible. It's going to be something that people can get into, a like gateway MOBA. And then mm. when I actually played it, I didn't know how fun it was gonna be until I played it. I'm like, "Yo, this is pretty dope." And I got addicted, you know, trying to uh, log in every day for the first 14 days as much as I could. Uh, and well, granted, I missed a couple of days, so I had to, or two three days, so I catch up. But anyway, uh, gained those rewards, and then even just gained the the free, you know, million variety of currencies that are there there's so many different <laughs> currencies to get stuff but we'll get into that in a little bit but yeah i i just thought it was a great time and they definitely simplified the moba genre in this game like very well i think and you know with pokemon too and you know Sergio mentioned that it this isn't necessarily a pokemon game i mean because in Pokemon, you have, like, type advantage, you know, if you use electric against water, it's going to you know, water's weak against electric. Right. There's, no, there's none of that. Um, it's just, you know, full-on attack, defense, whatever, jungle. I mean, there's just so many uh, ways to ways to play depending on the, t- the type of Pokemon that you have. And, you know, overall, it's a team game. I mean... I mean, yeah, maybe there are times where you can try to sell it on your own, but no, you can't win on your own. And I think this does a pretty good job with like, true, you know, creating the environment that this is a team game. Everyone has to chip in. Um, you don't have the pressure of, in the stre- you don't have the pressure and stress of, you know, buying, you know, items at the very beginning because in, in other MOBAs you have to, you know predetermine what kind of items that you need to set up your character uh, to, to get into battle and fight. Um, it doesn't do that here. So they do a couple of things that are very, very interesting that I'll get into later that I thought was done very well. Uh, and also, it's a very, very, you know, anywhere from 5 to 10-minute rounds. Like, that's really good. Because MOBAs can get into, like, what, 30, an hour, an hour, oh, 30 no, minutes? Like, easily. Easily. And you're just like,
2: Ooh! I just want to take a break. I just
3: want to use the bathroom. I just want to get a drink. But you can't because hey, you're in the game, man. And and maybe if you have if maybe if you're if you're dead and you have a cooldown, then you you can probably use that bathroom for 52 seconds, but actually I don't even think there's a cooldown that's 52 seconds, but you get my point. It's it's overall pretty good package.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that first impressions are really strong on the game. Um Obviously, people listening to this podcast or me are going to be coming from different backgrounds with MOBAs, different levels of comfortability, where maybe they've played like a League of Legends or a Smite. Maybe they've never played it before. And, you know, Pokemon Unite's their first one. Or maybe they haven't even, you know, tried Pokemon Unite out. So they have absolutely no experience. Um, so real quick, what are your guys's backgrounds with experience and MOBAs to kind of build a foundation for, you know, our deep dive into this game? Uh, Sergio, have you played many MOBAs before, or is this kind of your first um, kind of attempt into the genre?
1: No, this is definitely my first. I, I had no experience with it. I mean, it kind of plays like Pokemon Rumble, but that was single player against the uh, computer-controlled uh, Pokemon. And it, it's not team-based, and it's definitely not MOBA style. So it was more like something with similar gameplay. But no, this is definitely my first official MOBA.
0: Oh,
3: nice kevin what about you my history has started from heroes of new earth uh or Hon. h-o-n it was a very bad experience because i did not realize how stressful and how competitive and how truly team-based it can be um especially when <laughs> the friends i play with like would always yell at me <laughs> for making mistakes <laughs> which partly i don't blame but mostly i do uh because <laughs> i mean it's it's okay, maybe, yeah. It's like a 25, 25 75 situation because, uh, you know, during that time, it's like it, it, it there's a lot of, uh, you know, coordination involved and making sure that everyone's on point. So, you know, the stress of the playing those kind of MOBAs could be very tough. Uh, there's Han, I played League of Legends for a bit. I was on and off with that. Um, awesome Knot, which is a 2D MOBA, is one of my favorite MOBAs of all time, which is the much as I don't play that many MOBAs, but it is a really good MOBA. Um, and I had I had the chance to play Smite during one of our game of the months. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed you know being in the same lane with Kellen. Uh, that was really fun. And um, a very very short stint of Vainglory So I've had some I've had some you know moments playing different mobiles, but overall I think Pokemon Unite has been my favorite. Well, it's it's side to side with Awesome lot So <clears throat> there nice. you go.
0: Yeah, there was a period where the only games that I played were MOBAs. Um, Going through college and like the end of high school and going into college, I was really into um, Heroes of the Storm and League of Legends. Mm. Those were like my two big ones, Heroes of the Storm being the Blizzard MOBA. And, you know, I've kind of dabbled in different ones. I've spent a little bit of time in Dota, a little bit in Smite. I've tried a couple others like here and there. But really all my time was put into Heroes of the Storm and League of Legends. And so I feel like I'm somewhat of a vet in the genre just because I was like so focused into those games and understanding the builds the different characters and their abilities and things so I feel like we've got a pretty decent you know range of experience levels going into MOBAs to kind of give a really high level look at you know this game and what it does well how accessible it is and things like that so hopefully all you listeners can relate to us in you know one way or another as we talk about this game so the whole premise of a MOBA is there are generally lanes, most there are three, in Pokemon Unite there are two, that lead from base to base, and your character with different skills you know, unique to your character, um, usually there's some sort of like leveling progression system, you level up as you kill um, neutral animals or enemies around the map, as you kill your opponents you gain XP, that gives you XP. Um, And then your XP is then used to level up different skills that you have to ultimately um, press your way into the enemy base. And so each lane is generally guarded by different players from the team and also different towers. And generally in MOBAs, these towers attack the defending team and you have to stand behind what's kind of known as creeps or little minions on your side that march down the lane that you can kind of hide behind Hmm. to attack. And in Pokemon Unite, it's kind of missing those two things. It's missing an attacking tower and it's missing those minions that go down the line for you and fight the opposing minions. Mm -hmm. Um, Kevin, with your experience in other MOBAs, do you feel like missing those two almost like crucial pieces to MOBAs is like a hindrance to this game? Or do you think it's something that the genre needed to kind of shake it up?
3: I think it's, mm, that's a good question because if Pokemon Unite Weren't that fun. I would think that it would definitely need like, you know, the the minions or creeps as we call them in different games, uh, to you know be able to you know, just be part of the game and, and the towers too. But yeah, Pokemon uh, Unite did a very good job with, uh, the way that they structured the maps and how you score. It's kind of okay. So there was I think somebody mentioned this in our Discord community, but it's kind of like Clam Blitz in Splatoon. Where you have to like you know just score uh, a bunch of you know a bunch of these uh these points in order to destroy the base, and uh, and if you're able to then you can you know advance and be able to get the other bases on the other on the enemy side. So in, in that sense, it worked really well because you know you don't have the stresses of trying to you know protect your creeps and trying to. Uh, it just makes it a bit more simple, and so I think the way that Pokemon, you know, I did was it was a nice shakeup. Uh, I don't miss the creeps. I don't miss the tower, the towers where they can actually attack you when you're trying to attack them. And so there's a situation where in in previous MOBAs where you will fall behind the creeps and you let the creeps uh, attack the tower, right? Because there's different towers in the, on the map, and then. Uh, you would basically make sure that the creeps can attack the tower because like, if you attack the tower, the tower's going to attack you and it would take a lot of damage. And if you die by a tower, well, that's not the best way to go and your your, your teammates would probably be very upset. So that is one of the strategies in uh, MOBAs like of Legends, Han, or Heroes of New Earth. So, yep, definitely a good shakeup in this situation.
0: Yeah, and what's kind of interesting is with Pokemon Unite, as you're going through and... Um taking down, I don't want to say killing, but taking down the different Pokemon that are like around the map, you're gaining these orbs that you then take to where the towers would be and they're a hoop and you have to hold down a button and it like charges up a jump and then you dunk and then you score points. And when a certain amount of uh, point threshold is met, the hoop breaks and then you go into like the next tower. So like the mechanics still there of having, you know, specific objective points in each lane, but it's very fundamentally different and at first I didn't like the design choice just because for me MOBAs are really satisfying because it's not run at your opponent like full speed and kill them in one fail swoop it's poke at them a little bit like use your abilities to kind of chip away at their damage and make them jump back so you can push your lane just a little bit further they can't be as aggressive because you poke them for some damage and A lot of it was also kind of like micro-moving your character around to avoid them. Obviously, that's a lot easier with a mouse than, you know, in a console setup. And then trying to last shot each creep because that gave you, like, gold or experience bonuses. So all that's kind of gone. And I think in this format, it's best because it makes it definitely more accessible to people. Um, Kind of the satisfaction and, you know, deep levels of strategy were kind of sacrificed for that. But I think in this case, especially being playable on Switch, being a very accessible IP like Pokemon, I think it was a good change. What Mm -hmm. I do like about it too, because I really missed having towers you could try to kite people towards. Like if you were low health, you could kind of dance in front of your tower and there's always the enemy that wants a kill. And so they're going to like dive the tower to try to get you. But if you can get away, (laughs) the tower can just start hitting them for a ton of damage. And that was so satisfying to me. And you obviously (laughs) can't do that now because you can stand on your hoop and heal, but it's not going to like any damage to the opposing pokemon in your lane um, so that's kind of lost but i do like that at any time you can score on the objective because in a traditional moba if you don't have a creep to stand behind that tower is going to waste you away in here you're, you're not going to be able to take it down before it kills you and it's that way by design but in this case you can like hide in a bush near the opponent's hoop jump out at any time and dunk on them and run back um, so it feels like being able to like score that objective any time makes the game go by a lot faster, but then it also makes you feel like you can do a little bit more um, at any stage of the game. You don't have to wait for like the stars to align with the creeps being pushed forward. Right. So I think it really feeds into you know the game's being shorter. Um, Sergio, I know you don't have any previous experience with like a traditional MOBA compared to this, but do you like the style of like gathering points and then scoring on a hoop? I'm kind of curious for a... MOBA rookie going into this what you think of the style
1: oh no definitely it's very satisfying but I would say you have to get used to it um, you, you kind of uh, going in, you kind of see how it works, and you know it's team-based, but you're not too familiar how team-based it might be, right? So you might you know you might say you might feel a little bit confident here and there, especially during the start of the match, and you might wanna try to uh, beat someone up, and you end up losing, right? Uh, <laughs> and that it's a it's a big cost to the team. Uh, uh, we were playing some of us here at NJP the other day, and we kind of were guided by. Uh, former uh, NJP co-host Daryl that don't die early on because you're going to give a lot of experience to the other team. And that was a lesson that I learned the hard way. At at first, (laughs) the game seemed really unbalanced to me, but it was because I was getting killed (laughs) so many times early on so with that in mind and, and with that knowledge now yes the game is a lot more balanced and it's it's you really have to work as a team um i'm thinking this goes with the genre but i'm thinking you know that the best team is the one that wins the the team that works as a team the most if that makes sense
3: that's right you can't win on your own i mean yeah very very rare chance you could but like But uh, (laughs) typically, you have to win as a team. And, you know, as what Kellen has alluded to, this game is not that technical. It's not that technical compared to other MOBAs where Mm -hmm. you have to be able to last kill creeps, uh, defend the towers in a way where, you know, if you're low on health and you want to, you know, come back, you can, you can, you have that, you know, that breathing room where you can come back and try to, you know, heal up a little bit. And, there's, although there is one thing where they do, what I think is pretty interesting. Where if you haven't, you know, sc- if you haven't scored on the opposing side's base, if you go beyond that, your Pokemon would be super slowed down. Like right. you'll be like right. yeah. super slow, and that is like the drawback if you want to go beyond that that base. So it does incentivize you to you know destroy that base first, and then you can advance to the next one down the lane so yeah and having this not be a tentacle is actually a good thing because the point of having the sort or of moba and to be uh yeah, you know, well in in this game is that it's more accessible it's fun mobas that are fun with a low barrier of entry is a winning formula because it can be very discouraging when you start off with the moba Especially like even Dota. You know, I haven't even talked about that. I've never played. I've watched my cousin play, but you can get very intense. And the, the, the learning curve is so high. And you have to get to a point where once you're able to learn about the mechanics and the way to play, then it gets fun. But for a lot of us, we may not always have that time to make it there. And so I think Pokemon Unite is a great way to get into MOBAs without feeling the stresses of a traditional MOBA.
0: I definitely agree, and I think a lot of that also comes from it being on Switch and not being able to like text chat um, so much yeah. like MOBAs. If you've played mm. a MOBA on a PC, there's a lot of like hateful things kind of spewed back and forth, either in chat to everyone or just between teammates. Um, it can be pretty toxic, and I think a lot of that comes from the matches are longer. Like if you played 40 minutes in a match and someone's playing for the first time and they keep feeding or like dying to the enemy and making them stronger over and over and over, it gets hard to make it feel like that one person isn't wasting like 40 minutes to an hour of your day <laughs> because they keep feeding. Right. And at times like, yeah, I've been guilty of saying like, hey, stop feeding. Like, I'm not toxic about it, but it's like, do they like know that this is like ruining <laughs> the game right now? I, like sometimes they just don't know. Um, but I think it's really nice in Pokemon Unite that that's not there just because it eliminates like that toxicity that could exist otherwise. And I've like briefly mentioned that before, but I think that's really nice. Um, One thing I wanted to talk about, and we can talk about other things that we think the game should do better, but I think this is one thing we can all agree on. We talked about how accessible it is, like gameplay wise, but I don't know, the UI and the currency systems and the challenge systems, it just feels like it could be so refined. And I get it's a free to play game. They have to make their money somewhere, but Like almost all MOBAs are free to play and I still feel like their storefronts, their currency systems, their challenge systems just work way better than this one does. Because Kevin, you said there are like a million currency systems. There like really are. There's like (laughs) currency systems to turn into XP, to buy different Pokemon, to buy cosmetics, to upgrade held items, to, you know, put into like a slot machine thing to get like a random item. Like there are so many different currencies in this game. And then there's so many different types of challenges too. I wish there was just like a universal claim all button that you hit. And there is a couple right, claim right. all buttons, but you still have to go through. And I'm going through and seeing like <laughs> even if you go to your player profile, you can go there like every day and claim gold, and it's not much, but it's some. And it's like, I don't know, it's just hidden everywhere, and I just feel like that part's not very accessible. I mean, do you guys agree with me? Like what could be sharpened up here?
3: oh my god totally like this is unnecessary ridiculously unnecessary (laughs) i don't know why they even thought of doing this like just have one currency that is just workable for anything that you want to get in the game and especially if it's something that you can get for free like just do one currency why why make it so hard to get things that are free when you know that it's just going to be free like you're not creating a, a <laughs> there's no there it's not it doesn't make it more fun <laughs> when you have more <laughs> currencies to try to get or more like intuitive like ooh look at us it, it's just it's not cool it's a it's if f minus grade like the worst part of this game is is the way the currencies and and the ui can definitely be more streamlined i mean i understand that this is like the first foray into mobas on the pokemon uh you know combo but I mean look <laughs> it's just unnecessary like I don't understand and what if you miss it like I don't want to miss a free thing just because I got overwhelmed by like where I'm supposed to go to try to get that free thing where I know I could just like if they had a claim all button at the very beginning it would have been a lot easier and would have saved me a bunch of time so I mean Sergio what do you think
1: Oh, I agree with that, especially the UI and the menus because they're not intuitive at all. Once you figure out where, where things are, yeah, you can do pretty much everything you want to, but because this is a MOBA that, has, that is new and there's been a, a, a good amount of others before, I feel like it should actually be better at this, right? And especially because it's a game that... Uh, you're going to be wanting to keep playing. So you're going to be playing different rounds over and over and over. You want to be able to do so easily without the menus defaulting to the option that you don't want or, you know, having to dig around through different menus. It should be easy. It should be intuitive to keep you playing and engaged. So, and especially, like I said, because there's other MOBAs, they should be sort of as an example. They can use those to to see, okay, what can we change? How can we make this better, more easy, more intuitive? And it doesn't feel that way definitely not
0: yeah i definitely agree and just seeing you know people's reactions on twitter and different things i think it's a pretty commonly held um feeling about the ui Mm. and the systems so i'm really hoping that future updates kind of clean that up um i don't think it's necessarily a harder thing to do you think it'd be harder to maybe tweak the gameplay in a way so hopefully you know just fixing those display options and the way that the currency works is something that they can definitely uh work out and just make a little more understandable for people um so we kind of talked a bit about that as being a pain point in the game what else do you guys think could be improved because obviously like we think it's a good game we think it's very strong coming out of the gate but what do you think could be improved or what do you think is kind of missing in this iteration of MOBAs
3: I really really hate the pay-to-win mechanic Mm. It, i really hate it how strong do you think it is because
0: i haven't played too much with like held items is that like the greatest impact
3: it does make a difference especially uh when you max out the levels and stuff but mm. i just feel like if you make a game that's free and i know this is like <laughs> i know that the you, and, and Kelly, you mentioned like they have to find a way to make money but like yo it, it's just it's not healthy to have this sort of model because i mean people are just gonna spend so much and try to and I, I feel like you can just spend all the money you want to get all the Pokemon, which is fine. But then I feel like for the, the held items, like, it's just one of those things that you have to earn, you know? Like, wh- why why get the opportunity to pay for those things and, and be able to level up? I mean, I get that you have to find a way to make money, but it, it just doesn't make it fair for other people who just started, right? I mean, it, like, what if I spent, like, you know, 40 bucks and... and and I get the, the advance from the very beginning, like, that's not going to be fun for a lot of people. I mean, I know, like, maybe I have a better chance to win, but still, like, I don't think it's fair. And I think they shouldn't they shouldn't do that paid-away mechanic at all, but this is a very controversial topic uh, that has existed even before this MOBA. Like, I, I know that other MOBAs, they have this thing where, you know, if you pay money, you can get, like, more skins. I think skins are fine, you know? Have have a thing where you can pay just for skins, but not for held items or things that can improve your 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 character at the very get go. Like I I don't I just don't like it.
0: Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. And so for those that haven't been able to play Pokemon Unite yet, you have the option to add held items to to different Pokemon, and they could be things like a potion, which heals you over time, or an apple which like gives you more health, or things that like strengthen your attack. And as you kind of grind and play, you're able to you know, spend in game currency to make those items stronger. But to Kevin's point, you can also just dump money into the game to make them stronger. And so it just gives you and your Pokemon um, boosted stats to where you can snowball the game pretty early on in your favor. Um, So that's definitely one of the things that, you know, people have kind of complained about. I personally haven't ran into anyone with like a supercharged held item. So I haven't felt the effects of it yet, but I can definitely see that being a valid complaint. Um, and kind of messing up the balance of the game. It's hard because they want to make the purchase worthwhile to the person so they can make money, Right. but then you also don't want to make it so worthwhile that it kills the game, so it's such a delicate balance.
1: Right, it's one of those situations where you, you kind of just hope for the best, and it's very hard to, like you said, to please everybody There has to be some kind of middle ground, and let's just hope they get to as middle of the ground as they can, and hopefully soon, you know. Uh, one thing that I would want to see, and I kind of... It kind of makes sense why it doesn't really have it, uh, at least so much yet. Is more, uh, more of the Pokemon skin around it. It has the characters, you know, it has the items, the sound effects, but I, I guess maybe they're uh trying this out and see how it clicks with Pokemon fans, but it would be pretty awesome if the game actually employed the actual areas of the Pokemon games, even the music from previous Pokemon games, maybe some of the human characters, just involve everything that we know and love about Pokemon, make it more relatable to longtime Pokemon fans, and maybe get them more interested in the game.
0: Mm. Yeah, I really Mm. like that idea. Um, One thing for me, and I know we talked like this needs to be an accessible MOBA, and I'm so glad that there is one because so many mobas aren't accessible that's why people don't get into them (laughs) um i still wish there was some sort of shop mechanic because in most mobas yes you you farm gold you teleport back (laughs) to like the shop at the base and you can like buy boots to run faster um so i'm gonna loop in another gripe here this game feels so slow like there are so few mobility items unless it's built into your pokemon and it kills one of your ability slots because you really only have two abilities so i use zero aura a lot And one of their moves is they can, like, dash. And so I can dash in, deal damage, and dash out. So that provides me mobility. But then I I play as a Pokemon that doesn't have that mobility. If you overextend just a little too much, you can run backwards and you're just automatically dead. Because everyone can catch you. And I get there needs to be a punish for overextending. That's a big part of MOBAs. But it just feels far too punishing. Um, In other games, you can, like, buy boots to run faster. You can use flash as just an ability outside of the character to get away there's just like no mobility and if they're hurting the top lane you're like sorry it's gonna take me two minutes to get up there from the bottom (laughs) lane to help you out um so the movement just feels really slow to me as far as the shop goes it doesn't have to be super complicated i don't want items building on top of items like league of legends like if you want a really strong item you have to buy two mid-level items to turn into like another level item to like then turn into a <laughs> higher level item if you combine it with another one and it's just a mess but just give me like tier one items you can buy like boots to make you run faster things and the way that it would work is you would use the orbs that you usually dunk with to buy the items because now you've got the conflict mm. of do i save the orbs to try to dunk right. or do i save them up to try to buy an item to help me down the road I think that would add a little more strategy to a game that's a little light on the strategy. Like, there's still strategy there, but it's not, like, a super in-depth MOBA. Um, It would add a little bit, but it wouldn't make it overly complex. And I feel like that's something they could really work in that would really freshen up the game and kind of change it. Not that it needs to be changed or freshened up because it just came out, but maybe down the road it could be a nice shakeup.
3: Yeah. I would like that. And that's a very good idea to be able to use those orbs to either score or buy. And to add to what you would want in the shop, you gotta have wards. Gotta have wards. And for those of me I know, a ward is a unit that you can use where you can uncover more of the map so you can, you're can you able to see the enemies uh, a, bit, a bit more visibility. Uh, so this is one of the the very basic things that you can do in other mobiles like League of Legends or Heroes of New Earth or Han. Um, it, it's very crucial for strategy because you always, the more you know where your enemies are, the better you can strategize. And so I think wards could work really well in even the Pokemon game. Now, I do think that if you're going to implement wards, uh, do it in a way where maybe the map could be a little bigger, uh, there could be more paths, you know. And the thing is, like, have it more of a situation where you have more chances to jungle you have more chances to operate with different strategies but I think starting with having wards where you're able to see more of the map like I think it'll be good so mm. I mean it's, it's it's and and like what Kellen said we're not asking for like a complex shop of items they need to know how how to use it's like just something simple and I think that will add a bit more to the mix and it rewards you when you have those orbs that you you get from Attacking Pokemon or, or I guess, I guess fainting Pokemon, uh, whether it's you know the human-controlled or the ones that are not. So
0: awesome. I mean, is there anything else that you guys wanted to see like improved or something that could have been better with this game? Or should we kind of jump into what we really like about what it does? That's it for me. You guys got all the disappointments out last week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was that's 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 questionable. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, I think I think uh, we're we can talk about the positives now. <laughs> All right. So,
0: what does this game do
3: well? First thing off the bat, short time matches. Very good. Anywhere from five to ten minutes, depending on whether it's a quick match or even the standard slash ranked. It's the perfect amount of time for an accessible MOBA. They did a very good job on this because we talked about before when you're knee deep into an hour, hour and thirty some people maybe me maybe not but we can get cranky and uh you know the the emotions are high you want to win it's close and when you lose a very close match after an hour and 45 minutes could be a drainer.
1: but if it's only 10 minutes hey put another one it's all good <laughs> yeah for sure and i would also say the fact that it's just it's fun and clean to play uh, you get into it right from the beginning but yeah, the game, the gameplay is addictive, and it, it there's a lot of variety in there too. Uh, most of the time you have to choose a different Pokemon, so even from the very beginning you kind of have to strategize and keep changing things up. You're going to run into different enemies, not only the opposite team, but also the wild Pokemon there. Uh, I do want to see more Pokemon in more stages or arenas, I guess, Um and also more items. The more variety, the better. But I think there's there's a good amount here. I was expecting a little bit less. Um, but the fact that there's more... It, it keeps things fresh and it's just fun to play.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with Kevin here. Um, I like that the games are shorter. I was really curious how they were going to pull that off. Because MOBAs do run like you know 40 mm-hmm. to an hour per match. 40 minutes to an hour per oh, match. Geez. And mm-hmm. so to boil that type of game down to just 10 minutes um kind of wild but as as much as i like that i feel like a lot of what they decided to do design wise kind of leads into that because usually you've got you know two people in the top lane two in the bottom one in the middle lane and then maybe like a jungler or something um but because there's no middle aim and no middle lane in pokemon unite you're only fighting in two lanes slot automatically kind of shortens things up because now you only right. got two objectives but then In the middle of the zone, true to most MOBAs, there's, like, a main boss. And in this case, it's Zapdos, which is cool because it follows the Pokemon theme. Um, But I almost feel like there's too much of a gain when you kill Zapdos because Mm. I don't know that I've seen a match where a team has taken that objective and they lost the game because what happens when you claim that objective is the defenses for the towers go down meaning there's no charging period for dunking on the towers so you can just run straight to the towers dunk on them and you just automatically score and so as soon as that happens like that's the pivotal moment of the game so even though it's only 10 minutes i feel like it really almost boils down to who can get that objective which Mm. is cool because it forces you know big team fights in the center maybe you weaken the boss and then the opponent like snipes it for the last shot and then they get the objective (laughs) which is like really painful when that happens so you have to like be ready you have to make sure you don't die in that fight and you have to make sure you get back to defend your base because they're coming for you and they're gonna dunk on you so i'm kind of split on if i like that design choice i definitely see how that helps keep it a lot shorter but i almost feel like it's imbalanced where that becomes the objective of the game rather than you know simply scoring points do you guys agree
3: yeah and i mean it's I, mm, I i think that's why i i feel like they just created a good balance you know where like yeah you have the the, the boss but also like you have a chance to well it is a bit of a advantage right when you kill zapdos and i mean it's really hard to come back but um i i i think for that maybe they could have done it where you have many bosses more i mean there's dreadnought and there's like R- rotom but maybe more of those because like that Zapdos is a big game changer, and uh, even though he shows up in like the last two minutes, I mean, I guess while I do like the fact that it can make for a great comeback, um, maybe they can switch up with different bosses every time. It doesn't waste to be Zapdos. Yes, yes. Because you know? like, what is the point in Pokemon? The point in Pokemon is to um, well not only have fun, but also <laughs> uh, to celebrate the the number of Pokemon that are actually in the game. Right? There's some like, there's right, like over nine hundred. Right. So. Let let's not have Zapdos be those, the only one to, sh- to shine. Maybe there's Articuno our, our or even Wobbuffet. Ah, okay, maybe not Wobbuffet. <laughs> <laughs> For those Wobbuffet fans, um, maybe just like a
0: Caterpie in the center. You know, why not? Yeah, yeah.
2: or 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 a, or a Krogunk.
3: <laughs> okay, maybe that's a mini boss. Or 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 a
2: legit character.
1: Uh, this is my position to have a Krogunk <laughs> in the game, and uh, if you can, that'd be great. <laughs> No, yeah, I agree. It would be great to have different like mythical Pokemon as the bosses And you know, the game just came out pretty much and it's going to come to mobile pretty soon. So they're going to be working on it. I feel like this is something they might tweak, especially when they do realize, yeah, basically the percentage of matches that are won by the Zapdos team, basically. uh, Yeah, we better tweak this. I think they will account for that eventually.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, balance changes are only going to come as they kind of gather data and opinions from people, so it'll be interesting to see how it kind of evolves over time, you know? Right. Um, what else do you guys think this game does well? Let's try to uh, come up with one more thing each.
3: Uh, it, If this has not been mentioned, it's pretty addictive. I mean, it's very... I just overall, like, you just can't stop playing. I mean, I've never felt that way about <laughs> a mobile like this before. But I mean, with League of Legends, it's like, oh, well, you know, yeah, it is somewhat, like, addictive, but the matches is so long, and I'm just like, oh, gosh, and what if I lose after, like, <laughs> well, I don't think, I don't go into a game with that, i to lose, but, like, if I were to, it's like, oh, gosh, it just, just feels like a drainer, but, I mean, for this, it's just very snappy, and I can get more in, and even if I want to take a break for lunch and just play a game, like, it's just really easy to do, so, I just, uh, it's the right kind of addictiveness, well, if they can take out the pay to win mechanic <laughs> for the whole that will be perfect. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. You know what else I like that? The fact, I mean, it goes with our genre, but sometimes, you know, maybe if you're new to it, you don't really think about it, but it's very, very team centric and in the good way too. So, If you play with teams, you know, even if you're just, uh, like, on Discord, uh, but especially if you engage in voice chat, I can definitely see this being a lot more fun and addictive because, like, you know, you can coordinate everything. Uh, More sophisticated, that's something like Splatoon. The matches are a little bit shorter and, you know, there's less things that could go wrong or right. So there's sort of less things to keep track of. But in in something like Pokemon Unite, there's a lot going on and it changes in the last couple of minutes. So I can definitely see people getting into the team part of it and working with different people and finding out different strategies that work for you or that don't work for you and, you know, trying to uh, strengthen your weaknesses that way
0: yeah i definitely agree i'm glad that they built in some sort of comm system because you can quick chat like hey i need help or retreat or you know i'm coming here or there um maybe it's just me i kind of struggle like getting the right pings out the right comms out it's easy for me in like rocket because i played for long enough to know like what a save <laughs> like i know that one quite a bit
2: <laughs> what a save
0: i mostly just use it on myself and sometimes i accidentally hit it but um I don't know the comms for this one. I constantly find myself trying to send one message and I send another. And I don't know if that's just like a me thing or a design thing. I feel like it could be a little bit cleaner as far as like pinging a certain area. Like if you know an enemy's in a bush, there have been times I've Mm. seen an opponent run into a bush and I see my teammate run right by the bush and then get ambushed. Mm. And there was no way for me to like warn them. So I wish there was a way, like in most MOBAs, you can drop a little ping and it drops like a red light or arrow or x or something where you're telling them like hey be careful there's someone there um yeah i don't know if it'd be a nice ad but i could also see it maybe complicating things but it's also not integral to the gameplay it's just like a nice add-on so i don't think it would make the game more complex i think it would just be a nice quality of life thing so i really like the communication built in but i feel like that could also be refined a little bit and i guess that goes kind of hand in hand kevin with what you said with wards um that just mm-hmm. feels like you know wards and pings are a big part of nonverbal communication and you know playing on switch playing on mobile when it comes around you definitely need those things because you can't you know easily tell someone unless you're playing with them on discord or in person like hey watch out for that or you know i'm going here i'm going there it has to be very quick and snappy and like easy to do
3: yeah and i agree with both you guys Sergio i love the fact that you mentioned that it, it, it definitely encourages more team play and it can actually make you a better gamer. You know, making sure that you have the understanding of how to be a better team player, where do you have to be, play your role to the best of right, your ability. Right. And to Kellen, I do like the pings. It's very essential in MOBAs. I don't know why this is not here. Like and yeah, that like Kellen, you mentioned there are, you know, there are some quick chats you can do in Pokemon's but it's just it's not as it's, just, it's not as good I, I think they could definitely improve on that and um, especially when a lot of times people rely on that like we don't always have the luxury of like voice chatting with other people in the game and a lot of times we're playing on we're playing with random people and a lot of times they might be trolls or you know they just want to mess up the whole team chemistry and th- they don't really care about what they do they just want to be a uh, you know the go-to hero and win it all on their own which is Goes, which goes against everything this game stands for. Um, so yeah, I, ugh, you hear that? Ten cents. This is my ten cents. Make this happen, please.
0: <laughs> oh man. So all of a sudden, our deep dive, kind of putting a bow on all of this. Is this the best mobile on Switch? I know Sergio, you haven't played any others, so <laughs> might be hard for you to answer <laughs> this, but. Kevin like would you recommend this game over Smite and Sergio would you recommend this for people that have never played a MOBA before like you had
1: oh yes definitely I would recommend it I mean it's free you really don't have a lot to lose and it's been a very very nice and big surprise uh Pokemon is having a big year this year in, in the time and the timing is just right. I definitely eat a lot of crow or Murkrow in this case for because I talked a lot of trash for about this game, right? Because, I, I again, I want to emphasize that to me it looked really, really different uh, when they first showed it compared to what we have now. Uh, it looks fun and it is fun. So, yes, I definitely recommend it. And, yeah, yeah, I do.
3: I think it's the best one on the Switch right now. Just because of the fact that it's very accessible, and that's a huge thing about these sort of games. When you make it so accessible, where it's still so fun, that's always going to be the top reason why mm. this game deserves to be the best one on the Switch. I think Smite is really good too. I mean, we had a we we've had you know Game of the Month regarding this game, uh, um, you know back then. But it, it with Smite, there is still of uh, there's still the nuances of. Um, You know, things they need to do, like putting wards or even like following the creeps and the minions. I mean, it's not as accessible. It's still more accessible than other MOBAs like League of Legends and Heroes New Earth, but Pokemon Unite, that's right. (laughs) 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 Oh boy. It is one of the best spin offs of Pokemon for sure. Next to Pokemon Pinball and maybe Snap.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think if I were to recommend a MOBA to just anyone, on switch it would definitely be pokemon unite i think if anyone's got previous experience in a moba i'd maybe push them more towards smite just because it's a little more what they're used to i think it's a game you can kind of Mm. dig your teeth into just a little bit more because there's more there but (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's definitely not a knock against pokemon unite i think it's definitely got its place it's a great game where like you can pick up and it won't go over 10 minutes like that's phenomenal because there aren't many games where you can kind of guarantee that you can try to play a quick rocket league match and go into a seven minute overtime and suddenly your match is twice as long as what you thought. So (laughs) yeah, I think there are definitely a lot of perks for playing Pokemon unite. Um, but I would definitely say smites up there. I've played, what's it called? Like arena of valor or something on switch. It's okay. But I think with Pokemon unite now, I think it's just the two Pokemon unite and smite that people should try out. Um, so my final question to you guys to kind of wrap up our conversation is you can add one Pokemon to Pokemon Unite. Who are you guys adding?
1: Well, the one I would want to add is already there, kind of. Uh, if I could make it so that Scorbunny doesn't have to evolve and <laughs> could still get strong, you know, pretty strong, I-, I would go with that for sure.
3: Of course, the Scorbunny to rule <laughs> them all. Gunk is my choice. <laughs> if they're... Is one Pokemon that deserves to be on the Rasta. It is Krogunk. And I don't mind it uh, evolving to Toxic Croak, even though Toxicroak is not as cool as Krogunk. <laughs> which is a fact. If it's if you think it's an opinion, check your eyes and ears. Krogunk is the better part of the you know the series? The evolution types? <laughs> it's it's the better the two. Okay. Krogunk is your man or woman. It's Krogog, okay? The best <laughs> ever. <laughs>
2: Not biased <laughs> whatsoever.
0: <laughs> yeah. Nice. Yeah, I think this is gonna be like a really weird choice. Cubone.
3: Oh, I don't I like know why. I like it. I like it. Like,
0: I like the design of Cubone. I like playing ranged characters, and so obviously they can like throw their bone. Oh yes. Um, so it's kind of like the boomerang mechanic. I like Marowak, so that gives like a decent evolution. And I don't know, I feel like it would just add like decent variety. I'm only really familiar with first gen Pokemon and a little bit of like second and third. So some of these that are available now, I'm like, I have no clue what you do, what your abilities would be. <laughs> um, there's just something about that that I think would add, you know, a type of Pokemon or fighter that we don't have on the roster right now. So right. that's my pick. It's a little out there, but I like it. Mm.
1: And what about Evie? Like, imagine Eevee, but you don't get to choose who you evolve Ooh. into. It's kind of random. And oh. that, would be, that would open up a lot of strategies, too.
0: That'd be really cool. I feel like that's definitely a big missing spot on the current available Pokemon. So, it almost feels like they're working on Eevee, but right. I don't know. Maybe, like, even Magikarp. That'd be pretty cool.
3: <laughs> well... Yeah, that would be cool, but if you have Eevee and you have a simple shop where you can get, like, the proper <laughs> evolution stone, maybe that would work.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe that's how they'll roll it out with Eevee. Yeah, oh, wow.
3: but I do like the, the randomness, though, Serge. I think that would be a lot. <laughs> um, that would probably be more fun because you never know what yeah. you can get I mean, like, hey. Um, and, and the fact that type advantage doesn't really play a part, I, I mean, it, it'll work out. So Right, right. Awesome. Well, that was a
0: really good deep dive into a game that we were all a little skeptical about, but I think we're really high on right now. So I kind of want to play a little more Pokemon Unite. So I think we should uh, get to kind of wrap this up. Sergio, do you uh, have any unfinished business from last week we should get to?
1: Yes, we do. We asked a question last week. We asked our listeners, what game or genre do you gravitate towards during the summer months? And we had answers from people on our Discord. For example, 2 said, Splatoon, 3D platformers, and Star Fox 64, but only when the air conditioning is on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Otherwise, you don't feel like gaming that much. That's true. Mm-hmm. NappingRat said, I like to gravitate towards games with cold, snowy areas or biomes. And also Mario Sunshine now because it's available to me again. <laughs> Good point there. Dragon said, this doesn't really apply to me, I gravitate towards whatever I'm into at the time. <laughs> I will say, I do have fond memories of playing Splatoon during the summer that I hope continues with Splatoon 3. Splatoon is practically the ultimate summer game to me. Nice, that's true. Forest Dragon said, I never really get a urge like that, other than I will typically play something like Luigi's Mansion or Castlevania in October because I love Halloween. <laughs> nice. Cube said, Summer is the time for me to go back to all favorites, mostly Portal 2. This year, it was also Iconoclasts. Ooh, nice. Shy Guy said, Rocket League. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and Filmmaker said, Summer for me has always been a time for multiplayer games with friends. Lots of Fortnite, Call of Duty, and the like. Nice. You know, I I I asked this because I kinda noticed a trend that's happening with me in, in I, I hadn't noticed I guess, but it's been going on for a while. I kinda tend to play visual novels during the summertime. Sometimes it just gets too hot and you wanna you do wanna play something but you don't you don't have the most energy. So you kind of just want to chill, maybe read a little bit and enjoy a nice story on the side. So yeah, definitely visual novels. I'm I'm playing the Great Ace Attorney Chronicles right now and it's awesome. I also remember playing other Phoenix Wright games, Danganronpa and the the Zero Escape series. And they kind of tend to come out during the summer. So I think developers know. (laughs) Oh my
3: goodness. That is awesome because I'm in a very similar boat but for my answer, it's more on the lighter side of games. So yeah, definitely light, chill games that doesn't require a lot of action. So visual novels, mm. um, life slash social sims, which I guess we're doing <laughs> for this month, which has been great. I've been playing a game, uh, one particular game that is a life slash social sim for a while, which mm. we'll talk about later this month. And I, too, am playing the great uh, Ace Attorney Chronicles, and it does fit because... Yeah, I mean, just having that light breeze of a game, you know, that the genre is just always fun. Um, I might get back into other visual novels too. uh, But yeah, I think that's the way to go. And I mean, gotta have something chill. Gotta have something just relaxes you Yeah,
0: very good. Mm, Yeah, I really had to think about this one because I don't think I've ever really noticed me going through different moods with different seasons. But Mm. as I thought about this, An answer did come to me, and I think it's mostly the multiplayer games that have some sort of cool summer events, Um, like Fortnite always does something cool, they'll Uh. change up the map and have like a cool summer mode, they'll have summer cosmetics that are free with challenges, Overwatch does the same thing, there's like set summer skins that are only available during the summer, and so it kind of incentivizes you to play in hopes that you're going to get the summer skin for your main or whatever, Um, Rocket League sometimes does fun things in the summer, so... Yeah, I really enjoy when the games lean into the month because it makes me enjoy, like, the month and the season that much more. And, I don't know, it's just a really cool way for them to uh, kind of bring all that together. Nice, Mm.
1: nice. Cool, now we have this week's weekly question of the week for this week. Other than Nintendo, who is your favorite developer this year so far?
0: Hmm. Kevin's rhymes with phony. (laughs) (laughs)
1: stay
2: tuned for next episode we (laughs) talk about not that company
1: (laughs) (laughs) well thanks for listening everyone we're gonna jump out of here if you haven't already join our discord group the description for this episode has a link to it if you would like to join we are also on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and check out our blog at nintendojump.blogspot.com. Send us any feedback you have at nintendojumppodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. The best way to support this show is through our Patreon page at patreon.com nintendojump, or by leaving a review for the show in your favorite podcast application. This is Sergio, and on behalf of Kevin and Kellen, thanks for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Bye-bye.
3: See you guys. Nice. That, that is my rendition of Final Fantasy 8
2: <laughs> <laughs> Vermilion City, you know what it is. Kellen, big spoiler. Final Fantasy VIII tune. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's from Pokemon. <laughs> Vermilion City and any other city that has this tune. We do love Final Fantasy 8 but we also love Pokemon. Well, most of us. <laughs> bye, everybody. <laughs> Stay safe.
1: <laughs> bye bye.